0: Is back to another episode of Religion and Relationships. I'm your host, Brad. And I'm your co host, Miguel. And today um, we are bringing another episode of um, love and, you know, just what it means to love. But before we get into it, um, we are just kind of give you guys an update of where we are. Um, We're on Moody Bible Institute, as we said in our last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been a season, and it's because, like, there's a lot of adjusting to back in the school groove and um you know just terms the 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 exams and all that
1: trying to fight covid covid yeah (laughs) that was a huge
0: make relationships it's it's just been hard in the fall but we are back at it at in spring and hopefully we can um really just again bring you guys these episodes and make this every two week thing um we don't want to overwhelm ourselves because i'm taking 20 credits I'm taking 18, so, so we'll try to keep it 30 minutes. Yeah, to an hour. An hour. As usual. Yeah, but um, today we are we are actually have some guests, two uh, very lovely guys. They're they're just wise, and they're actually on our our floor lead team. So we're we're part of a team, and we kind of clicked. So I don't know if you guys want to introduce yourself.
2: Uh, I'm David. I am a junior, and uh, I'm from Chicago, and mm. it's awesome to be here. Chirac. What's <laughs> your What's your um, major? I'm a youthman major. Um, Why youth men Yeah, youthman. <laughs> pizza and dodgeball, you know how it is. <laughs> <Sorry. Yeah. laughs>
3: oh, you? I'm Caleb. I am also a junior, same year as David. Um, I'm not from Chicago. I'm from Hawaii.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: but yeah, I've been going to school in Chicago at Moody um, for now three years. I'm uh, in the... Elementary education major, so but as a Moody student, I also do spend a lot of time studying Bible. So I'm technically dual majoring oh, in yeah. Bible yeah. and elementary education. Yeah, I think that's
1: that's one of the dumbest things about Moody is that everyone, no matter what your major is, you have like a dual dual mm-hmm. major in Bible. Yeah. I
0: mean, you gotta know your Bible. <laughs> 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um. But so today we're gonna we're gonna the main kind of theme here is gonna be just love in general, but really. Love and the Pursuit of God. Um, so the reason why I want to bring this episode to you guys is because, um, you know, uh, late night scrolling on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. I came across a few videos that was just really um, disheartening to me. And I know if it's disheartening to me, it's disheartening to God. Um, and it's just it's just the status of our relationships today as it comes. Um, mm-hmm. we, we as a society have tarnished what love is um anything anything kind of if it remotely resembles love it's it's it is what it is and you have to be sexual you or you have to get married quickly it's 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 a shame and um in the video um the girl was talking about something controversial i'm not going to get too too much into it um and it kind of i had to kind of stop the video and pray about it um as well as I saw another video about pimps. <laughs> that one was a little funny. <laughs> I hope it was something, bro. You're not trying to be a pimp now, is you? No, not, I, I have no, no, uh, no chill with yeah. that. Like, not, <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> the last thing I'm trying to get into. No
0: it. ambitions with the game, but I had no sweat on it either. Um, but, yeah, so today we are um, talking... Yeah, we're just talking about it, but I kind of want to get you guys' opinion on... What do you guys think love is? Like, what is love in your life, in your, in, even in your worldview? How do you interact with people on a daily and, and really show love and pursue Christ at the same time? Anybody want
2: to go first? I'll go first. I mean, the, the general basic, you know, Moody Bible answer answer is God is love, but we have to stretch, you know, we have to flesh that out. We can't just leave it at God is love because while that is a full answer in and of itself, that doesn't really help us um, understand it more. But um, when we read in scripture, we read, you know, the famous what it, love is um, chapter, you know, love is patient, it's kind, kind. it's mm-hmm. it's all of these things, it's not just, um, it's not just an emotion you don't actually even see it listed as a you know love is a feeling you don't Mm. see that you see love as um actions Mm. you know it's it's patient it's kind it's it's active um it can be shown exactly it's more than just words because words can be human words can be shallow and and definitely you know meaningless or empty so so in that what have
0: in your life like how have you experienced like both sides of the coin where Mm. it's like somebody tells you they love you but you kind of like do you really Mm. or um you you see somebody love you and they don't even say it you know Mm -hmm. like how does
2: that how's that experience i think a a good example would definitely be my best friend um, we've known each other since kindergarten we hated each other from like kindergarten to first grade which is great <laughs> it's work, so. Yeah, so and to <laughs> yeah. first grade it was like we played with Legos together and then we were just best friends till then you know but um yeah since I mean we've been best friends since you know mm-hmm. most of my life and um there was definitely times where you know We didn't really talk for extended periods because of school, because of circumstance, whatever. But, you know, we would reach out and be like, hey, you want to get together, grab a meal? And um, we would. You know, we'd talk for a little bit or even we'd just sit there, you know. But um, just knowing that no matter what happens, we could kind of go to each other's house. We could just show up or even just, you know, shoot a text, call. It was those un uh unvoiced things mm-hmm. that made them mean the most and make mm-hmm. the most um I would say he's probably one of the best examples yeah uh worst examples <laughs> I'm not, not gonna name names but uh <laughs> I'm
1: gonna <will> stop you <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> um there was definitely several times in my life where it was like you know people considered me their best friend or would say I was you know how much I mean meant to them and how much I helped them or whatever throughout life and just whatever. But um, when it came to it, it it was just, it was very one-sided, you know? Mm -hmm. It was like, I will pour into you, like, I will love you as best I can, you know? And it's like, there would be just those days or weeks where I just didn't text anyone and no one texted me back and it was, Mm -hmm. it sucked, you know? But also Mm -hmm. it's like, eh. And I try to be gracious and understand, like, people, everyone's going Mm -hmm. through something, you know? So I can't put all that on me. But also knowing everyone's going through something, we have to reach out to each other.
1: You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. Let me let me let me ask this, because um, I think we've all found ourselves in a position where we kind of reached out to people, um, or we have loved people and we we love we love we love and they never love back when we really need it. Uh-huh. What do you do then? Do you now voice your your need for a person? What mm. have you? do you is your first act to kind of retreat and go into your tunnel and your cave or whatever your guess your shell as a turtle um and think no one loves me no one cares about me god why am i in this position or you become bitter with god and say you know why why do you call me to love people no one will ever love me why is this life so unfair or anything you know, have you, where have you found yourself in light of that I guess I'll talk about this because I still got a lot, this, <laughs> I I a lot so with this. Like got to say. Uh, yeah, I got something to say. <laughs>
0: um, I I guess since I'll I did a lot of moving in my life, so for me, whenever I would move, um, it's it's taxing, just taxing, mm-hmm. um, mentally, physically, and and just emotionally. Um, it the the toll is there, and when you move from your friends in person, it's like oh man. I I miss you guys, man. Or I miss you dude. Like where have you been? blah blah blah. Um but when you're alone and you realize like you haven't talked to anybody for 2 weeks, like you've been on and off at work. At least for me, I was working at um Amazon and mm. you know how Amazon is. <laughs> uh, all the stories there. I've I've actually witnessed some people peeing in cups. You oh know, yeah, God. it's, it's... in like sleep. on the shift? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, no, so what would happen is, quick side note, <laughs> <laughs> so what would happen is, um, we would, everybody would, there would be, like, a break, break time, like, 30-minute breaks, mm-hmm. it was a 12-hour shift, um, or 11, 11 and a half hours, but, um, there was a 30-minute break, and then you just see either somebody just kind of, like, fall asleep right next to the conveyor belt, or, um, like, um, go, go go take the break but some people it's it's just such a short amount of time that by the time they eat and come back they didn't use the bathroom and now the bathrooms were now this is like a, a million square foot facility so the nearest bathroom they only, they only give you five minutes to and from um, so the nearest bathroom is like Casa Carajo, like, really far away, you know? <laughs> I was <laughs> like, tw- like, hella far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hella far. And, and for me, it's just like, I almost pooped myself twice. And I'm not even joking. I almost pooped myself twice trying to get to the bathroom. But if you go over the five minutes, they dock you of your um your quota. Um, And people would just literally sit there, pee as they're sorting, you know, in a bottle. It's, it is bizarre. And I was just like, this man has this thing out. You know, or what have you? Um, but it's 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 you sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to for you know brevity for the sake of you know. Right. Uh, right. But I mean, uh, so but going back saying, to it, yeah. yeah um, I've I've felt that emotion of like, wow, nobody. I've I've poured into this person and they have yet to call me. Mm-hmm. Wow, like it's like and I become more and more bitter as time goes on. It's just like you guys really don't care about me, you know. Um, and and it kind of their their dirt is kind of flicked onto god in a way Mm. you know and it's just like god do you care about me because i'm struggling here i actually i actually said that um i was in my bed i was like god i'm struggling like i'm i'm not i've been i moved probably eight times that that in a three-year span at that time and I was just like, God, where are you? You know, like, mm-hmm. I know you're, you're here. You, you ha- allow me to have a bed. You allow me to do this and have a job and what have you. But, like, what about my heart? What about my needs of, of like, loving people and being loved and such? So um, I know I, I yearn on the side of bitterness. But mm-hmm. uh, there's always that dot, 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 but God, in which I'm going to get tattooed. So mm. um, moment. But that's just me. I don't know if you guys have them. A- yeah I think i'm
3: it's an interesting like super complex question but um Definitely. <laughs> my natural um like tendency personality wise I would lean towards just like pulling back retreating into my shell as you said, and just like pushing through like I'm fine, I'll make do um and get through the season whatever lord willing um and then come out the other side and ah, it's already over, there's, who cares? Like, I don't need to think about it or address it, it's whatever, it's in the past. Um, And I think the more I've gotten older, the more the Lord's pulled me away from that. Um, Mm -hmm. And yet there's still those times where there's those people, or maybe a few people where you've been, like, pouring into, and they're just not doing nothing. Um, And so, in those, I've found myself more challenged now to, often I think I realize I can't do it in those moments where I'm really like drained, I have to be reaching out to other people, um, where there's a few other people maybe that are super solid and have been checking up on me and are like investing in the time. And so I'm like gonna lean a little heavier on them. And then coming out of it when it's more like, okay, I'm a little bit more level-headed, I'm at a bit more stable place to address this, like I can, come to my brother or come to my sister who's like, I felt like, man, what happened? Um, Where were you? Like, what was going on there? And I know life's hard, and so you just check up on them and then see, like, okay, hear them out and be a gracious listener there. But, Mm. yeah, after that time of, like, okay, allow yourself to get to a place where you're level-headed, where you're able to think about it rightly and completely, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense.
2: Yeah. I actually have a... uh, I would definitely say similar definitely I retreat into my shell Um, it's not really that not really a bitterness with that it's Mm -hmm. more just retreating and yeah getting through it and just whatever you know Um, but kind of a thought came to mind originally when Miguel mentioned that uh, asked the question um, what are you guys thoughts on the concept of in those moments where we are like like we're pouring into someone whether it's you know whether they're Christian or not Mm -hmm. or well preferably christian you know if they're if you're trying to get that mutual relationship but um when you're pouring into someone and it's not it's not mutual you're just Mm -hmm. pouring out i like how miguel and pose pose the question with you know asking god like god do you care because in those moments when we're pouring out to these people like in reality we're actually reflecting god the father's relationship with all of humanity the fact Mm -hmm. that he is trying to give himself to us, and we continuously reject him. You know, mm-hmm. what are you guys' thoughts
1: on that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's, kind of, that's kind of my thing with, with it all, because, um, you know, I, I have a really close group of, of dudes back home, you know, Brad included, with them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, man, do they know how to love? Do they know how to love others so well, but too often do I hear them say, man, I don't feel loved. It just mm-hmm. breaks my heart because I I sit there and I walk with them and I know them, and I'm friends with the people who claim to love them, and those people reach out to me, or I because I just make myself available. You guys know that, um, but for the podcast, they all know that. <laughs> um, I, I always try to make myself available, but then people are like, "I want to hang out with Brad." I'm like, "But do you text him? Do you reach out mm-hmm. to him? Do you do you seek him?" And I think that's that's the, I think that's the part that's a, that they fail to reflect God in. So definitely mm-hmm. agree that. When we keep seeing them, when we keep poor and like looking for them and wanting to talk to them and trying to maintain our relationship and always checking up on them, that's what God do- has done for all he's met. He literally, I mean, he gave his one and only son for us mm-hmm. in order that we could go to him when time gets tough, blameless, spotless, and actually have a relationship with him at the end of the days. You know, and it's just really, you know, as you said, you know, preferably in a Christian setting because that's where that that mutual um I seek you, you seek me, not because of anything we've done, but because of what God's done for us. Mm. I think that's where a lot of our, our generation, you know, kinda kinda fails. Um, it's just we we are we're too quick to to take love and receive love, but the minute it's out of our face like toddlers, we forget it exists. And we forget that person exists. Like, Object don't permanent. <laughs> yeah, bro, like what are what are we like three months old? No, man. We're 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 grown adults who've experienced God's love, hopefully, mm-hmm. and who understand that love's an action. It's not just words or emotions or things we do out in public. Like, uh, oh, I'm not gonna say it with empty words, like a mother a mother a, a good mother would tell her child, I love you, and feed them, clothe them, bathe them. Slap their wrist when they try to eat chocolate before dinner. Uh-huh. It, uh, love may seem hard at times, but love is honest, it's truthful, it's caring. Love does what you need, not what you want. And I think that's a big statement. I you know? think that's what I think that's what the whole like loving others and seeking others thing is. Is we know what they need, we know what we want. Let's satisfy their need, and hopefully someone will eventually satisfy our need of being sought and being cared for. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think that also goes into, uh, two things of humility, but mm -hmm. also, uh, knowing that God is going to provide for you sooner or later. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, because I know when I'm fine, when I find myself pouring out a little bit more than I can, I have to remind myself, Hey, Mm -hmm. they need you, you know, like you need God. Like, like, Y- they need you to preach the gospel mm-hmm. like that's that's ultimate what it, ultimately what it is and I, and that's in no way to say like i oh did you did you talk to Jesus though like, yeah. oh, did you know like did did you pray okay don't talk to me until you pray about it yeah you, you know but it's
1: up-righteous a Christian yeah
0: upright just yeah, like like i um, higher 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 the yeah. art thou whatever it's called but you know it's it's just I love you enough to sit here and listen. I love you enough to, when you ask to give you advice and, and the wisdom, like I know I'm gifted in wisdom, um, and advice. So I, I could, I will, I will literally spend time, even if it's, if I got to wake up six o'clock in the morning and it's two, AM, 2 you know, I will sit there and, and be there with you and pray for you in the back of my head. You know, I will try to, you know, Hey, like, this is my opinion. And I, as a Christian, this is what I feel. And, um, my my beliefs are as follows you know something about jesus something about god but i'm like I, to put that into your view X Y Z P D Q. like I, I i try to make like kind of digest it a little bit because at what was it, it it's in the bible somewhere damn it mm. it's, it's it's like um like as babes the food is chewed up and given to us um i think it's in i think it's in um shoot it's in I the early church uh, is it Corinthians? Oh, I, mean, like, I don't find know. It, hey, yeah, me, let let me I'm, gonna find it I'm gonna find it later. I'm gonna find it later. But um, but I find like I am. Wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Did yeah, but it's it's just up. like we need the when when they're young um, in the faith, they need to you know the Bible to be chewed up and fed to them. You know, like not given an, as a whole steak. You know. But anyway, um, but it's also that matter of in that humility, um, a a matter of like God is going to provide for me, because mm-hmm. He sees my plight. You know, He sees my loneliness, um, and I'm just going to refer to Second Timothy here, four eleven. Um, he's, um, I think this is Paul, uh, and he's he's talking to um, Timothy, but he's mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, Lucas alone um, alone is with me. Get Mark. Um bring him with you, for he is very useful to me for ministry. Tychicus, I sent to Ephesus when you come, bring the cloak I left with uh, Carpus and Troas, um, also the books and above all the parchment. Alexander the coppersmith did did um, me great harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. beware of him. you know you see you see um, Paul here saying like hey i'm I'm only alone with Luke you know but bring bring these people you know bring um uh taikikis bring uh i mean sorry not taikikis mark um get him you know i want to i want to commune with you guys and and hey just to let you know something happened you know with with this dude and and it's like not only not only am i did this happen but i know god is going to provide i know god is going to pay him for what he's done you know Mm -hmm. and that that level of like trust and security with god so to answer your question it's, it's just like, for sure, always, there's for me, when I get to that point where I feel like I'm just pouring out more than I think I have, um, I just tap into that well and, and add that but God factor into it and, and just be like, I, I know I needed somebody. And when I, when I need somebody, I could talk to somebody. This person needs me. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to try to preach the gospel mm-hmm. to them. You know, if I can, I'm not going to stuff it. You know, sometimes they don't need to, they don't need to hear this, that, and the third. You know, they, they just need to just be listened to, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. That section you were talking about, um, I
3: think is first Corinthians three, um, yeah, where he's sure. talking about, he's given you, I gave you milk to drink, not solid food for you were not able to receive it. Mm-hmm. Indeed. You are not yet able. Yes. Um, That's it. You are still fleshly. He's first thing like yeah three three. you should be yeah, three, able to two. why are we still on the basic things like why are we going back to this um, You should be on the other things um but that reminds me of this passage from first T- uh Peter uh end of chapter two um he's talking about about Christ as our example and he's like doing it in a bunch of ways but um this specific example like towards the end he's Um, on the subject of suffering. He says, You you have been called for this purpose since Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example for you to follow in his steps, who committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. And while being reviled, he did not revile in return. While suffering, he uttered no threats, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges righteously and he goes on but just that kind of idea of like okay and this is the example they're coming against Christ Mm -hmm. and he does not come against them like the very next Mm -hmm. thing he's saying is like he took their sins Um, he goes to the cross for them but because he's entrusting himself to the Lord um, because he knows the Lord's got him he's like released Um, he doesn't have to grasp onto this world because he trusts in the father Mm. I think that's
0: such a good example. That is a that that's. I feel like that's prime. Um, and it's it's just it's crazy how it it's that reminder though. Mm-hmm. Like you have to remind yourself, like God, Jesus did this for me. You know, the least I could do is give this man five minutes. <laughs> you know, like the least I could do is text, hey, hello. You know, um, but what about? And just kind of to shift shift uh, gears here. What about? The way you see the world, loving mm. you see because, like like I said initially, it's the world is is on another standard, mm-hmm. um, and and as as it says, you know, like the the world's ever changing, but God is always the same. You know, the world the the word is the same today, tomorrow, and yesterday. Yeah. Right. Um, what what do you guys see in the world that's just kind of like kind of brings you to question? Or maybe even makes you think like, man, like, just just to be 100% honest, I'm a little scared to get out there in the game, you know, to like, you know, I know God's going oh, to provide yeah. me a woman and what have you, you know, but oh, it's just, it's scary to think like, wow, this is the way the world works. Like, mm-hmm. this is the way the world thinks. And it's as a Christian, it's good. it's almost like, this is not, it's not going to happen. You know, it's it's probably not going to happen for me. You know, so what about you guys? Um, do you guys feel, like kind of share that sentiment of worry for the world or is it more hopeful? You know, what's your point of view? And it's okay if it's a little little hard. Nah, nah,
1: be kay. It's this is, it's funny because I was, I, I got to get coffee with one of the dudes on campus. Um, earlier today and we were talking, we were just, he asked me why, why I was a human service major. Um, I told them because I think the church has failed to—it's uh, failed to love its congregation properly, especially since we, bec- in America at least, I'll say that in America at least, for the few, I think it's one or two percent who's outside of the U.S. <laughs> we we've become so focused on larger congregation, longer. I think we we focus too much on the church itself rather than the scriptures, rather than actually reflecting Christ. We become church orientated as in building rather than body orientated as in Christ mm-hmm. um, and just just thinking about that it's just it, it kind of sucks a lot because you look in the world and we got these we got you know we're Christians so I'm just gonna go out there LGBTQRX. yes I said that don't get don't get on my back about that but we have that and um, LGBTq plus right something like that AI- yeah I, I
0: think it's AIP or something a- 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 Something a- like that P- whatever
1: yeah. Um you have them who are saying, oh, love everybody. Let everyone do what they... Pursuit of happiness, basically. But what happens when, when their pursuit of happiness is now, hint, like... Supersedes take... others? Yeah. Uh-huh. You have pedophilia trying to become a sexual orientation. What about my kid? I don't want my kid to be on the street and some dude trying to convince him it's okay. No, mm-hmm. I don't want that. I'm not okay with that. I'm not cool with that. You, you have stuff like that, and you're thinking, if this is a mindset of the, of the state of the country we live in, on their their view of love how how flip side to that is from Christ because mm-hmm. it's not about what makes us happy it's about what makes God happy loving others the way God has loved us mm. selflessly un, you know sacrificially mm-hmm. knowing that the love we receive is more than sufficient for us to keep loving others even when they don't love us even when you give that homeless man five dollars he's like, Brown, I want your five dollars give me twenty you're like excuse you and then you offer him food he's like bro i don't want mcdonald's i um like how how selfish and unloving are those people even when you try to love them mm-hmm. i'm not saying we're bigger than them we're better than them in any any instance but i mean even with christians we, we walk around campus and we try to love one another and then someone's salty or upset that we didn't reach out to them on a certain day like, who am i to know that you needed me you know if you speak to me tell me that you need me as well because you have the LGBTQ, you have um, Black Lives, you have Republicans, you have all these people saying, "Here's what I need, here's what I need," but we're just too silent too. Mm. Even in the church, I think the body's a little silent at times, saying, you know, what they need and what they what how they're hurting.
0: So, so you me? it's kind of like this. Since like, the standard is weird. also diverse, yeah. That diversity in the standard, it, it kind of obscures our vision of what love is in this society. Mm-hmm. Would that be?
1: That's another thing. I think we've, we've, as Christians, I think it was in the Mons class or World's class. We've.
0: One of the classes that yes. Professors in, in, yeah. in <laughs> well, that's
1: the community. do ask me to class, I take too many classes, I'll maintain credit to leave me alone. Um, they said, we. Basically, what I derived from the lecture was we've become Christians who've taken our scripture, who've taken our culture into our scripture rather than our scripture into our culture. Mm. (laughs) So we've allowed our love, we've allowed our viewpoints, we've allowed how we interact with those around us to be based off the society we're a part of. And that's not entirely wrong because we we need to adapt to our, our culture and understand what their needs are. But it's when we take our culture and try to view the gospel through it or try to read scripture in light of it try to understand what passages our congregation needs it's no 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 here's what the scripture says what does our congregation need to do in light of what the scriptures has said mm-hmm. what is our society the culture we're in how do i love the people around me in light of what scripture has said now how do, what scriptures i read or what or what topics i focus on based on my my culture like we got pastors talking left and right about election every time election comes around Every time something about office comes around, Democrats are the person in our on our in our in position is Christ. Yes, they're right. But why do you change the series you're in just to address the subject? How influenced are you by your culture? I get it's something we need to talk about, but every four years, every year, e- even every three months, like, it's too often. When do we become people who use scripture, who use our culture to find out what do we need from scripture rather than... How do we change our culture? Because that's what we do. We're missionaries. We go into a place and we change it to reflect the gospel. To to be something that honors the gospel. That's mm-hmm. what we are. So, oh. so when, when do we do the opposite? When has culture become the mission?
0: Yeah, you get me. And and it's it's the it's kind of the the love that that is in that culture, you know, um, because I think, like I said, that they call the. The love is so diverse, but everybody's seeking the same thing. Yeah, you find Everyone's that. Everyone's trying to be loved. Everybody. Yeah, yeah everybody. Everybody, everybody, wants, everybody to wants to be loved. Like you know, like accept me for who I am. That's that's the overarching theme. Yeah. accept me for who I am,
1: mm-hmm.
0: whether black, white, Latino, uh, gay, straight, whatever. You know, accept me for who I am, and the beauty is that that's what we want too We want that love we want that unity but it's going about it the wrong way it's trying to basically build the kingdom without the king i heard that somewhere Mm. can't remember where but um Mm. it was have you're you're having the kingdom the kingdom of god the and on its perfect and unit unit Unity. Uh, what's the plural? I forgot. But it's full of unity and love and, and acceptance. But without Jesus, without the main, the keystone, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, kind of, what is what is what is your you guys' perspective on on that? You know, that cultural, this visceral act, not not act, but asking for love. Mm -hmm. You know, what is that? What is your take on it? It's
1: a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like it's it it goes a lot further than, than a lot of us want it to go. Mm -hmm. You know, and and the way, what I mean is like, you know, we're, we're so, we're so wanting acceptance and love Mm -hmm. that we're willing to fight for it. We're willing to hurt which is the mm-hmm. exact opposite but we're willing to hurt others for it mm-hmm. you know and, and that, that sort of vicious love you know like love me you know type of thing like, what, what is, like, mm-hmm. in, that is our today's culture like, what is?
2: yeah um, I think to start out we definitely have to just in that whole conversation we would always have to start with the fact that looking around us in the world we can tell that the whole world is it's fractured it's broken we can tell mm-hmm. it's definitely. not complete you know people who are not saved can see that that there's something missing from the world. Mm-hmm. With that in mind the fact that we that the whole world looks fractured like that we have to understand that that means that certain things we believe are also fractured. So mm-hmm. a common thing today is you know truth is is not objective Adjective. it's subjective right i heard this earlier from a brother on the floor who will not be named but <laughs> said something about um, truth being you know your truth that was the phrase that was kind of tossed around a little bit and it was like your truth you know and and there's, there's a difference between truth and experiences mm-hmm. um, because if we don't have a if we don't have a standard to base truth on I mean the phrase that truth you know your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth is not even true <laughs> um, so we need a, a we need a basis for truth mm-hmm. with that in mind the basis people have for love and I'm doing air quotes the the, the idea or concept of love is broken it's not based on it, on a holistic term? Like, um, it, it's not based on the actual word or the actual the actuality of what love is. Mm-hmm. They think they want love but they really don't. They want comfort. The world wants um, acceptance, right? That's a big word today in today's culture. But love again, going back to scripture God is love. What do we see God show? That it's patient, that it's kind. We, sh- we see that uh, I actually just pulled up the verse. Give me one sec. John fifteen thirteen. 13. Um, Greater love has no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friend. That is true love. What the world sees and what the world desires is not love. They want comfort. They, again, they want comfort. They want acceptance. They want to be... They, they don't want the hard truth. Mm-hmm. That's why we say that truth is subjective rather than objective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, like
3: you were talking about earlier um, with Miguel is that um, there is so many different standards that people have Mm -hmm. of what they're looking for. And so because that, because there is no standard that we all can go back to of, okay, what is love, what is right, what is wrong, what is all of this, um, you end up with a bunch of people trying to do their thing. And a lot of people aren't doing the same thing that they're trying to do, and so they don't find people meeting them there because they're doing their own thing. They're finding their own truth, if you will, um, that turns out if you're the only one that has that truth, there's not many people to support you. Um,
1: <laughs> it's almost like it's an opinion. Oh, oh what a
3: thought. <laughs> bite your tongue. Oh, my goodness, I'm sorry, I'm repenting now. Oh, um, goodness. But yeah, that there's no, there is no unity, even though they're striving after it so hard. There's nothing to unify around, um, that you can't unify around diversity, you can't unify around, yeah. Even, like, freedom like that is, like, you have to unify around something. Um, And so, you, which also means you have to be dividing from something, but... Mm -hmm.
2: And unifying around a concept is difficult because a concept can easily be broken or forgotten. Mm-hmm. There no, there needs to be solid actuality, reality. Mm-hmm, if you help cool. S- someone, mm. someone outside, oh, outside of take. this world that mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't broken About or fractured. Oh
1: my goodness! I wonder if someone like that exists. Mm. I,
0: I think I think it's pretty cool though um, how. You know, I mean, we could, we could, we could take a very uh, sarcastic approach, you yeah. know, and be very sarcastic mm-hmm. about it. But the truth it, uh, for us is that the only thing that could make that happen is the only unifying, the only thing that makes everybody equal. Because very much so, we have that tendency, and I mean tendency, really the nature to say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm better than you. Mm. Oh, yeah. Even if we were all to be given the same clothes the same house the same whatever there's always something that will oh, oh you have better hair oh oh why does she have eyelashes like that you know or why why does he why is he that tall you know and there's always something to covet and to want and to and and then you become bitter and, and it's just it goes it breaks down from there so the very fact that as Christians we believe that um, that Jesus Christ is our unifier because he makes us all on the same plane. Mm-hmm. No one can see the same um uh, a hair on top of another you know mm-hmm. um that is the beautiful thing and and to bring that that sort of love mm-hmm. that real and yes even though it 's uncomfortable it's it's comforting you know like hey, I could look at you and and know that you're you're not better than me and know that you uh, I'm not better than you, I think that's really the hard part. that humility that I'm not better than you, you know um, so so that unifying fact is is what we're trying to bring to the people and and uh, I think um, Miguel touched upon this um, earlier is that the the church as a as a um i say i would say governing body um for us is is failing at that job. Because we're we're not we're taking our culture and trying to look through the lens of culture at the scripture instead of the scripture towards cult, cult, culture. Sure. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't talk today. But you know, it's it's that is a very fundamental fact um, that if we just switch our lenses, mm-hmm. we could see the picture clearly. And, and I think a lot of people are, are kind of becoming fractured over that because, again, it's that acceptance. Even in the church, there's a fracture because people want acceptance. Oh, you don't believe this, but they do. Why is there so many denominations? You know, because this, that, and the third. I mean, there, there's a lot that goes into that. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But at the very basis... And I find this so beautiful that um, going into my testimony, I found I found love in Christ, and I found love in the church through other people. And I know that that's that's a variety of of uh, stances on that. Like, oh, actually, I found hate in the church, like Westboro Baptist Church or whatever. You know, God hates fags, whatever. Those those huge those huge yeah. hateful signs, but. Believe me when I tell you that is not what we are about. Yeah. Um. We are, we are a unifying thing. Like I wanna, I wanna love you with open arms. Mm-hmm. Yes, you hit me, you you fight against me, but I still wanna embrace you mm. tenderly, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. To, tell you that you're loved, not only by me, but by the by the Father. You know, mm-hmm.
2: by by the the King's Son, right? Um, and with that, just to kind of interject, mm-hmm. a difficult part of that is balancing. That open-armed, I love you, you know, and, and letting them know they're loved, letting people know they're loved, with the, the hard reality that love involves difficult conversations and difficult moments. Know. Love is not all flowers and rainbows and walks through the park, you know, skipping along or whatever. It's, <laughs> there are rain clouds, you know, there's yeah. there's hard conversations, There's there's life, you know, there's the good and the bad that happens, you know. Um, again because we live in a fallen world you know that's why we don't experience that love to the fullest measure until we actually get to heaven and are united with God
1: you know yes and and just going off of that I think it's important um that difficult conversation like yes open arms I love you where you're at just the same way Christ loved me where I was at but we can't stay where we're at Mm -hmm. Mm come on that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, pastor. Though um, you got, you got, you got to keep that in mind, especially when trying to the culture. Because you know, another thing I want to say. Um, no way are we trying. You know, to say that the answer's simple; it's easy. There's definitely a, a big um, hurdle hurdle with for yeah. pastors, for ministry leaders, for those, uh, for elders, um, whatever it may be, whatever position you hold in the church. Uh, wherever your leadership is at, there's that there's that trouble of we're trying to help, we're trying to attract the culture so we need to do things that the culture likes. But we also want them to know that we love you and we're we're, we're like you. We're people who enjoy things, who like the world we like. There, there are things in our culture that we all love. You know, like Fancy Lights, contemporary music. Not everyone likes Fancy Lights, I'll take that one back. Contemporary music. Yeah. Um, You know, a speaker that speaks about reality, about current issues and topics, but we for it's almost like we we've come so comfortable with it, and we've forgotten to. The hard, I guess, the hard part is coming from that position of open arms, and also disciplining and saying we can't stay there Mm -hmm. without losing them. I think
0: that 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 brings up the the. The point of religion, your religion versus your relationships, which yeah. is the name of this podcast.
1: How convenient! Um, but plug. It's shameless
0: plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's how do you balance that your that want to love so um, so affectionately and, and openly, but at the same time, um, be be true to your faith. You know, mm-hmm. how do I say, hey? I don't care who you are, LGBTQ or um, left-wing, right-wing, um, whoever you are, it doesn't matter. Black, white, Asian. Uh, yeah, black, white, Asian. Uh, and I say, I love you, but I don't like the sin. You know, yeah. I think that's a big, a massive issue when it comes to the church, is oh, that man. we fail in that department of saying, we love you, we don't love the sin. Like, it's like, hey, it's I'm accepting, I'm, I accept you. Please come to the church. Please come, you know, wha- uh, wherever you, wherever you want to go. Like, sit in the front pew. Like, mm-hmm. no, don't sit in the back, you know. But at the same time, pushing you to be better, pushing you to grow in Christ and to grow in, in, in love of of, of, your, of Christ. And um, mm-hmm. so just that is a huge hurdle for the church to jump through and and to be encouraging but uh what is it intolerant or not tolerant towards the sin mm-hmm.
1: yeah. um yeah i mean but then the, you also got the problem with that let's say let's say Cain for example he offers to sacrifice to god and he thinks his sacrifice was more than sufficient for god to say i'm pleased with it yeah you know it was well, he doesn't give that yeah but. yeah and he's he's like, how dare God, you know, not praise me for my gift? And he murks his mm-hmm. brother. You're like, whoa, whoa, you're gonna kill your brother? Like that's crazy, but you're thinking that's kind of what we do when we when we're we call out someone's sin. They're like, hold up, hold up, you're gonna tell me I'm nasty? Look at the things you've done. Look at the things these yeah. people are taking. Look at the world around us, and no one wants to hear they suck. I mean, essentially, that's when you tell someone, hey, you're sinning. You suck. You've missed the mark. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's what. Um, I can't even think of the word, but it it's uh, translate from Greek to miss the mark. Oh, I forgot. Sin. Is that what sin translates to from Greek or Hebrew, whatever it is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Miss uh, the mark. Miss like the mark. Like, true. we suck. We missed the mark. We didn't make it. We didn't satisfy the needs. Mm-hmm. We can't make the credentials. And I think that's the. That's the problem with us humans. We're in a faulty world and we want to think we have all the answers. We think we, we know best. That's another thing. Mother knows best. to have all thing.
3: the answers. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's like the struggle we kind of find ourselves in, even in this discussion of, okay, how do I pursue Christ and walk in a holy manner and love mm-hmm. those around me, um, is when you... Are confronted with sin. Um, mm-hmm. And you have to address it um, in those times when it's okay, it seems like the Lord would have me speak to this, and I address it. And then the world, um, especially if it's like a non believer, but I think even within the church, the culture's saturated us so deeply that it's, you see it heavily in the church as well, that it's that uncomfortability that we're, we were talking about earlier about. Like, they want to be comfortable and not really love, as we would define it, as Scripture seems to define it. um, So when they're met with uncomfortability, the confrontation of, yeah, that's not okay, Um, we can't stay here, is they pull out. Um, And so you're, well, now you're backing away. And so then, whereas the church, you're looking, so we're saying, okay, well, we don't want to lose them. We want them to... Be able to hopefully stay around for longer and all of those kind of things that were like, well, hopefully it'll just happen over time. Um, and we aren't willing to confront sin when we see it, um, when it needs to be confronted. Not that it, it's always our job to yell at people. Yeah. Um, but um,
1: <laughs> we, don't always con- we don't always need to confront sin. Sometimes it just comes out and someone's just like, hey, here's what's up. Yeah,
3: yeah. but there are times when we are called as believers to confront it, especially within the church. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, yeah, that there's this fear in us that they won't be able to receive it and they'll leave, which is very irrational. Like, that's reasonable because that happens, but I think that's the challenge for us is, yeah, they might. Um, uh, but that's also trusting God at at the same time exactly and like Mm -hmm. coming back to I think just that release in okay I can't save people I can't change people's hearts I can't fix my brothers Um, (laughs) like it just ain't my job and so I'm going to walk in the best way I can as it seems the Lord is guiding me and leave the rest up to him and be gracious with my
0: truth Um, but Speak it when it needs to be spoken, and there's wisdom in that as well. Um, there's definitely wisdom in in actually speaking when you need to speak and listen when you need to listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but to in this final ten minutes, I kind of want to kind of bring it home um, for you get for you gentlemen, um, and for the viewers here. Again, this is a conversation, so if you guys feel like you want to talk to us and and send a send a chat, um, we got. Yeah, gmail religion dot relationships at gmail dot com or Instagram. Um, I don't know the handle. You'll figure <laughs> that out by the time we're done. But let's bring sure. it home, yeah. though. Um, you're confronted with somebody who is opposite to you. Mm-hmm. Whatever they believe, whatever. How do you show that love? How do you? How do you stay true to your religion? Um, um your your love of christ your love of um you know just pursuing god and your pursuit of God um but also you just be be a good neighbor mm-hmm. and you you're a loving person um to show them that love um let's let's like kind of switch it up though for Maui um, or Caleb <laughs> for you um let's say let's say it's it's a it's your neighbor mm-hmm and they come to you and say, "Hey,, uh, you know this guy for a long time um you know they're not a, they're you know he doesn't go to church, but he's coming to you with a problem, an issue, or maybe he, it was a it was a random discussion, and there's just an issue. How would you show that love uh, what do you mean by like issue can you um like why? let's say it's just like political like they he you guys are talking about heated discussion about the debates or whatever so, um, mm-hmm. Biden, Musa, um, Trump, you know, both of them. Yeah. It's heated discussion. Immediately right. what side. My side's right. We know this, That's right? Yeah, but how do you show that love to the to him, you know, and, and really say, Hey, as as a brother, as a Christian man, I'm going to love you in this way. Mm. Like how would you go about doing that? Mhm. That's tough. And I think it like
3: it's don't know why i'm speaking about this i am not good at this um but um this challenge we all as believers find ourselves in so often and it's so dynamic that it changes with every situation and Mm -hmm. all of that but there's this balance of like we're talking about having to speak the truth or it's like okay we disagree on this thing and maybe it's an issue that i find okay this is not a scripture issue this isn't a right or wrong issue this is a way we see the world issue Um, and that's okay to disagree on that but maybe it is an issue of like okay I think you're walking away from the Lord's law Um, but there's times where you have to speak where I find myself like if I'm in this heated discussion it's like whoa I need to often I need to pull back and not like pull into a shell but step back a little bit so I can cool off and then speak a little bit um I find often I speak too much Mm -hmm. and make sure be sure to address the overarching like especially if it's if it's well the scenario you gave is like if it's an unbeliever um then there's not as much uniting but we can uh come back to something that's like okay well we agree on this and we both see um in this way and we just see it differently on this specific area
2: Mm
3: -hmm. but then hopefully over time is like and that's the benefit it's those relationships where you have that length of time you're able to maybe you end a conversation or end a situation where they're not very happy with you Um, they don't feel like you've they just don't like you. Uh, yeah. Like who's this guy telling me what to do, or telling me what he thinks, telling me what's right or wrong. He doesn't know what he's talking about.
0: So let's say let's say it ended terribly. Yeah. How would you how do you how do you go about rectifying that? Um <laughs> Do do you mow his grass? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> mow his grass,
3: uh, send him chocolates, just bless the man yeah. um in whatever way you can. And that's like the benefit of just being able to serve them. And I think so much of when I think of love is like love is giving um something love gives of oneself um and so yeah like whatever he's gonna is gonna be helpful for him i'm gonna do and i'm gonna he's gonna have a really hard time hating me um because i just keep blessing him yeah but i will also not compromise on an issue um, that's really an issue yeah Mm -hmm. if it's a scripture thing if it's a god thing like i i can't compromise on that and i'm gonna be here, always, on that, and we want to talk about that. This is where I stand every time, but I'm still, yeah, I'll cut your grass, I'll (laughs) pick your weeds, I'll walk your dog, like, all kinds of those things where I'm just showing um, in very tangible ways that he cannot ignore, that I love him, and that I'm here, I'm not going away, but this is the truth, and I stand by that.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: And it doesn't interfere with your relationship. Exactly, like, I can, we can still be friends, and still... I'll be your neighbor and I'll serve you. And I think that's, especially there's maybe you have to redraw boundary lines and whatever that when you talk about loving people is you have to, okay, make sure you have the right boundaries. Yeah. But they can still be in your
0: life and you can still love them and pursue the Lord. Right. Right on. Um, The (laughs) bead. A girl that you are interested in has displayed oh, um, <laughs> that je- some differentiating differentii- uh, opinions um, that you are just totally opposite against. Do you stop loving her? Do you stop <laughs> flirting with her?
3: What do you do? <laughs> you
0: drop it like a hot potato? Just mm. for clarification purposes,
3: is this like this a... a hypothetical. I know it's a hypothetical, <laughs> but I'm saying it's a hypothetical like... She likes spaghetti, he likes Alfredo. No no. A hypothetical like, this, we're, like we're, we're like she's a monotheist, he's, uh, he's who's a... Who's who's you?
0: Who's no, here. we're talking we're talking more like like just like daily fundamental issues that we that we have in our culture. Like mm. she's mm-hmm. let's say she's uh Antifa. Like everybody hates Antifa, you know, for some reason, right? Or and you're <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 something else, or you know, like or maybe like, not that one, I, a, but I understand. But you know, like you know, Black Lives Matter yeah. or whatever,
2: she's like for heavy sure. in something, for and sure. you're just like, ooh, whoa, for sure. You know, yeah. what, what Um, I mean, this is a whole other topic on dating and, and that type of thing, but um, <laughs> I mean, we could come I, back to but, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be continued. But um, as so, in an issue like that, the primary thing, like in a relationship as a christian male that i'm looking for is her faith in god as long as we are the same on that issue on that topic as long as our thoughts are biblically speaking scripturally speaking are are pretty lined up you know so be it again going back to what love is love is not just words it's actions it's having those difficult conversations it's being able to um show someone the truth Mm -hmm. um what I see a lot, what I hear a lot in different books, on Christian books on marriage and things like that, is that when you get married, your spouse is literally a mirror and will show you everything that's wrong with you. Mm. So with that in mind, having someone, you know, dating a girl and yeah, she's into the, you know, maybe politically speaking or whatever, she believes something different than me. That's okay. You know, I, I'm not ch- I don't love her because of what she believes. I love her for who she is as a Christian woman. Uh So it may be difficult, but again, if I am so invested in this young lady that I would be willing to spend the rest of my life having a colliding viewpoint with her, I have my whole life to try and see, you know, where can we meet peacefully in these different issues? Where can we come to an agreement or even a disagreement, but still love each other still, serve each other so like you sleep on the couch I have the bed type in. <laughs> right, right, right it's like girl I'll make myself bread you can make yourself break. I don't care what you do no so yeah uh, yeah no. alright so so, so it's just like it's
0: just finding that common ground and wanting to
2: to ease the tension it's it's moving know? past surface issues yeah. it's moving yeah it's moving past oh you uh yeah you like spaghetti well I like Alfredo this isn't gonna work you know yeah. it's moving past the surface level stuff and honestly, loving her for how God has made her, you yeah. know, and if that's how her mind's working, if that's, you know, if she believes in that, so be it. I, I don't love her for what she believes. I love her for who she is. Right on. Well, I mean,
0: I think, uh, you know, just, uh, I guess in conclusion, this is a very, um, multi-level topic that, you know, just to, just to talk in an hour is too short. Um, we could talk all day about this, but um it's 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 just something that really requires a lot of thought and a lot of um i guess i on our part prayer i'm um, sorry um a lot of prayer because it's it's something that we don't have the complete view of we only see fractions of love every day, you know, and the only i would say the the whole is love that we really feel is God's mercy, <laughs> you know, that he hasn't set us ablaze yet, you know, but um, that, that whole, just reading the Bible and that redemption story of God's love and God's sovereignty, you know, and the way, willingness to stick to it, I guess, shows to me, and I guess you guys could agree as well, that we need to do the same to others. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus, like, the fact that Jesus not only endured physical abuse, but also that spiritual separation from an eternal father that he's known since the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, um, is is beyond what we could imagine. And love, love is the pursuit of God, whether it is towards God and, and intentionality of prayer and going to church or loving your neighbor, wearing your mask, you know, even though you don't want to. Or, or you know, obeying the law, like not going eighty miles an hour on a fifty mile an hour road, you know, it, it it's loving your neighbor, you know, it's little acts of love that show reality, you know, the reality of and the truth that God is love, and and that we are we are literally reflecting God as we go, but that is the end of our podcast today. Um, I want to thank you two gentlemen, Caleb, David. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure um, you know thank you for joining us on this on this podcast hopefully we can have you again um, yeah you want to do your outro <laughs> yeah
1: just before I do that um, the twitter handle will be uh, R-L-G-N-T oh R-L-G-N R-L-T-N and instagram is religion.relationship no s um, gmail is also religion.relationship no s at gmail.com mhm Feel free to shoot us messages, get in DMs. Hopefully we can even do some Q&As. Go live again. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But you know, as always, Christianity isn't simply a religion. It's a relationship that God chose to reestablish with his children. All right.
0: And with that, um, we want to wish you guys a blessed uh, week. And hopefully when we come back, we'll have a brand new topic and um, maybe another guest, hopefully. Um, Until then, stay frosty. Love God, love your neighbor.
1: No, stay yeah. toasty. It's too cold for that stuff. Yeah, I stay toasty.